Hello everyone, and welcome to Mostly Stories. I'm your host, Benjamin Beecher, and in this series, we flip through the pages of some of my favorite books that I used to read growing up. Some of these stories have been told many times before. Some you may have never heard. In any case, I hope you enjoy Mostly Stories. Today, we will be reading Rumpelstiltskin by the Brothers Grimm. There was once a miller who was very poor, but he had a beautiful daughter. Now, it once happened that he had the occasion to speak with the king, and in order to give himself an air of importance, he said, I have a daughter who can spin gold out of straw. The king said to the miller, Hmm, that is an art in which I am much interested. If your daughter is as skilled as you say she is, bring her to my castle tomorrow, and I will put her to the test. Accordingly, when the girl was brought to the castle, the king conducted her to a chamber which was quite full of straw, gave her a spinning and a wheel, and said, Now set to work. And if between tonight and tomorrow at dawn you have not spun this straw into gold, you must die. Thereupon, he carefully locked the chamber door, and she remained alone. There sat the unfortunate miller's daughter, and for the life of her, did not know what to do. She had not the least idea how to spin straw into gold, and she became more and more distressed, until at last she began to weep. Then, all at once, the door sprang open, and in stepped a little man, who said, Good evening, Mistress Miller. Why are you weeping so? Alas, answered the maiden, I've got to spin all of this straw, and I don't know how to do it. Then the little man said, What will you give me if I spin it for you? My necklace said the maiden. The little man took the necklace, sat down before the spinning wheel, and whir, 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 in a trice, the reel was full. Then he fixed another reel, and whir, 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 thrice round, that too was full. And so it went on, until morning, when all the straw was spun, and all the reels were full of gold. Immediately at sunrise, the king came, and when he saw the gold, he was astonished and much pleased. But his mind became only the more greedy. So he had the miller's daughter taken to another chamber, full of straw, larger than the last one, and he ordered her to spin it also in one night, if she valued her life. The maiden was at her wit's end and began to weep, then again, the door sprang open, and the little man appeared and said, What will you give me if I spin the straw into gold for you? The ring off my finger, answered the maiden. The little man took the ring, began to whir again at the wheel, and by morning had spun all the straw into gold. The king was delighted at the sight of all this gold, but... 
Even still, he was not satisfied. So, he had the miller's daughter taken to a still larger chamber, with even more straw, and said, This you must spin tonight into gold. But, if you succeed, you shall become my queen. Even if it is only a miller's daughter, thought he, I shan't find a richer woman in all the whole world. When the girl was alone, the little man came again and said for the third time, What will you give me if I spin the straw for you this time? I have nothing more that I can give, answered the girl. Well, promise me your first child if you become queen. Who knows what may happen, thought the miller's daughter, but she did not see any other way out of the difficulty. So she promised the little man what he demanded, and in return he spun the straw into gold once more. When the king came in the morning and found everything as he had wished, he celebrated his marriage with her, and the miller's daughter became queen. About a year afterward, a beautiful child was born, but the queen had forgotten all about the little man. However, he suddenly entered the queen's chambers and said, Now, give me what you promised. The queen was terrified and offered the little man all the wealth of the kingdom if he would let her keep the child. But the little man said, No, I would rather have some living thing than all the treasures in the world. Then the queen began to moan and weep to such an extent that the little man felt sorry for her. I will give you three days, he said he, and if within that time you discover my name, you shall keep the child. Then, during the night, the queen called to mind all the names that she had ever heard and sent a messenger all over the country to inquire far and wide what other names were there. Then the little man appeared at the next day. She began with Caspar, Melchior, Balthazar, and mentioned all the names but which she knew, one after the other. But at every one, the little man said, No, 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 that's not my name. The second day, she had inquiries made all around the neighborhood for the names of people living there and suggested to the little man all the most unusual and strange of names. Perhaps your name is Cowribs or Spindleshanks or Spiderlegs. But he answered every time, No, that's not my name. On the third day, the messenger came back and said, I haven't been able to find any new names, but as I come round the corner of a wood on a lofty mountain where the fox says good night to the hare, I saw a little house, and in front of the house a fire was burning, and around the fire a most ridiculous little man was leaping. He was hopping on one leg and singing, Today I bake. Tomorrow I brew my beer. The next I will bring the queen's child here. Ah, 
alive, lucky tis that not a soul doth know that Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Ha ha ha! Now, you can imagine how delighted the queen was when she heard the name. And soon afterwards, when the little man came in and asked, Now, your majesty, what is my name? At first she asked, Is your name Tom? No. Is it Dick? No. Is it, by chance, Rumpelstiltskin? Who told you that? A witch must have told you that. Rumpelstiltskin said, but before he could get away, the queen demanded her guards to grab him and throw him from the highest window of the castle on a kitchen spoon, never to be seen or heard from again. The End Thank you for listening to today's episode of Mostly Stories. Today we read Rumpelstiltskin by the Brothers Grimm, narrated by Benjamin Beecher. I've always loved the uh, Brothers Grimm's fairy tales and their stories that they tell because it's not like a lot of the other fairy tale stories. It doesn't always have the happy ending. The princess doesn't always get the girl. But it, sometimes there's a, a violent death at the end. Um, this actual episode or this story, Rumpelstiltskin, I made that ending up by combining a couple other endings from the other various ways the story is told. Um, in the book that I have here in front of me, that I'm reading the story from, it has Rumpelstiltskin getting so angry that he smashes his leg straight through the ground, into the ground really deep, and then basically tearing himself in half. And I didn't think that was a great way to end the episode. So I uh, came up with something a little more creative by putting a couple of different Rumpelstiltskin versions together at that end bit right there to fly out of the window on a kitchen spoon. Um, thank you for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Um, let me know what you think. I'll be reading plenty more books. And just thank you for listening.